It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. This is segment three, standings, rosters, and a preview for you guys. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. So, Crowley, after uh, eight games, where exactly are our Cubs? Taking a look right here, you got the Brewers in first place at seven and two. How about the surprising Pittsburgh Pirates? Didn't they take two or three from our White Sox uh, south side over there? Cubs and the Reds, four of four. I would have loved for them to get that one game in, but um, I'll digress. How about this, Dustin? St. Louis, three and six, still early, but that's very surprising. I, I am surprised that they are three and six, but you know, sometimes maybe the coach, the manager, the, the message, he might already have a little bit of a uh, – of a revolt on his hands down there, getting a little, uh, you know, getting after his guys the way he did. Maybe they didn't appreciate that. We'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, hopefully they are all screwed up. Yep. And hey, no problem, you know, and, and Tyler O'Neill, you know, I'd love to see him on a different team and not on the, on the Cardinals. So we'll see what happens on that. As far as the injury report is concerned, Kyle Hendricks is slated to throw live batting practice in the team's facility in Arizona on Monday. So one step closer, say a Suzuki. We've been talking about this situation in right field. Uh, both him and Brandon Hughes were uh, playing out in Iowa, so that, that was great to see. Saya played his first game on Saturday. He singled in his first at-bat, hit an RBI sack fly, drew a walk, and he played right field. On Sunday, Saya DH'd and popped out in the first, struck out in the third, grounded out in the fifth, and then hit a single in the seventh. So he's got a couple hits and a sack fly. Still just getting his timing down. I, I don't think there's any I, – I, when they tell me he's ready, I'll believe he's ready. Don't want to rush this. I want this to be right. I don't want to see Saya back on the on the IL again. No, but they gotta they got to be smarter, Crawley, as we talked about earlier in the podcast, exactly what they're doing with right field in his absence. And I think Christopher Morrell would look awfully good out there right now. Uh, the, the thing we talked about with Morrell, and, and, and I encourage if, if any of the listeners didn't listen to Andy Martinez, he did a phenomenal article for Marquee the other day talking about Morrell. It's easy to say bring Morrell up, but the reason he's not is not because of his defense as much as things that he has to improve on in hitting. And, and the numbers that Andy had in his article of after that 24-game on base streak by Morrell, he really, really struggled in the second half of the season last year. And part of it may have been not getting consistent at bats even then, but 
I, I like I said, Nelson Velasquez is a guy I think would have been a much better option than Chris Morrell in right field. I think I want I there's nobody that wants Chris Morrell up here, but I want him up here for good. I want him up here as a permanent third baseman, um, you know, in in the near future. And I, I think that to do that, he has to be more successful. The strikeouts are just too much compared to he doesn't give you enough power to justify the strikeouts. So when you look at Patrick Wisdom, he has a lot of strikeouts, but he's also going to hit you 25, 30 home runs. And Christopher Morrell didn't show that last season. So let him get better without forcing the issue. You do have other guys other than that, Nelson Velasquez being the one I think that should have done that. But I think at this point in time, there's no point in making a move because I don't see Saya being out of the lineup much longer. I would say maybe – three, four games tops. That's absolute tops before Sia's back in Chicago. All right. Good to know. We'll take that. Um, you know, it's good to see that he's out in Iowa doing his thing and, uh, you know, take, bring him along slowly. That's fine. Just, just right field scares me a little bit right now. All right. So we've got, <laughs> and uh, we got uh, Brandon Hughes did make his first start on Saturday as well. Remember good. Cubs do not have a left-hander in the bullpen. This was the guy that they were kind of depending on him and Mark Leiter. Leiter's a righty, but has great numbers against lefties. But, you know, he pitched one inning. He gave up two hits a walk, got a strikeout. I mean, you had the bases loaded, but he had the strikeout and a double play to get out of the inning. But Brandon Hughes is a guy that I think really he, – he's not somebody that comes to, you know, to your mind right away, but I think he's an integral part of this bullpen, and they really need him to be, to be looking good and ready to play. No doubt about it. I think you're 100% spot on about Brandon Hughes with that one, Crowley. All right, so today the Mariners coming into Wrigley Field, uh, three games set, and uh, you're going to be there tonight, right? Yep, I will be at uh, Wrigley Field. I'm very excited. I'll be in my seats over on the uh, left field side, first row. Um, so, you know, I was, uh, you know, sometimes you kind of like try to figure out the games based on the rotation. I was hoping to get a Wesneski start. Unfortunately, the rain out means I get a smiley start, but uh, we'll take it. Um, the Mariners did get off to a slow start. They're four and six right now after, you know, making the postseason last year, but they just took two out of three from the Cleveland guardians this weekend. They almost swept. They lost an extra inning game on Sunday. Good thing is that the Cubs took two out of three against the Rangers. So, um, you know, both teams having a good weekend. So, you know, let's see what gives here, right? Let's see what gives. Let's uh, hopefully another, uh, another series win, but I think, uh, tonight's a very important game and an important start for Drew Smiley. Yeah, you know, trying to bounce back from an awful start last time against the Reds. He went 4.2 innings. He gave up six runs on nine hits, two walks, only three strikeouts. So, I mean, this is a guy that, you know, the Cubs are really focusing on. To me, on paper, he looks like a great fourth starter. You know, just, okay, let's throw out spring training numbers because they don't mean anything. But it does make you worry when all of a sudden, okay, now it's not spring training and the numbers look exactly like they did for Drew, which isn't that good. Yeah, now, not not good, not not nearly good enough. I mean, that's the bottom line. Not nearly good enough. Right. He's going to have to do better than four point two innings and six runs, especially because on the other side you have Luis Castillo on the bump for the Mariners. Uh, we all remember Luis Castillo. Remember Seattle made a huge trade last season uh, with the Cincinnati Reds. So you're going to see a lot of familiar names on the Seattle team, and uh, you know, hopefully you know, the Cubs can get to Luis Castillo, but he started two games and just like Stroman, he hasn't given up a run in 11.2 innings and has struck out 12 batters. Now the Cubs have some experience against Castillo, especially Ian Happ. He has 25 at bats and has hit 320 
against uh, Castillo. So that's a good thing. Uh, Eric Hosmer has 16 at bats, hit 625. Nico Horner, nowhere near as much, uh, six at bats, 667. Now I'm looking at Swanson with 11 at bats, 273, which is still a pretty decent average over, you know, those uh, amount of bats. So. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, Looks so- pretty promising on paper, Crowley. Now they just got to go out and execute, right? Right. Now, as far as Seattle versus Drew Smiley, not a lot of guys have too much experience, too many at-bats against them. But, you know, I, I look at this, you know, Teoscar Hernandez is a really good hitter. Old friend Tommy LaStella, uh, only four bats, but of course hitting 500 because that's what Tommy LaStella does, right? He falls out of bed and hits 500. So that's 3 a.m. Tommy. 3 a.m. Tommy is, uh, is the old manager nicknamed him very famously. Yeah. And so Tuesday night, that'll be the Hayden Wesniski start. Uh, he went 4.2 innings, gave up six hits, three runs, two walks, four Ks versus the Reds. I got a feeling he's he's going to be fired up to get back out there and show show the Cub fans what he has. Uh, he didn't get the loss. Luckily, the Cubs' offense took him off the hook for that one. But but you know he was frustrated. He was happy with the win, but frustrated with the start. So I think that that is going to be a good one. The other. Uh, thing that Wesniski has in his favor is that no Mariner has ever seen him pitch, at least at the major league level. So sure. nobody has any at bats against him. So advantage Cubs on that one. The Mariners are going to counter with Chris, Chris Flexen, who's 0 1 on the season, but has pitched really well. And his first start against the Angels went five innings pitch and gave up two hits and two runs and took the loss. And in the next game against the Guardians, he went four innings pitch and gave up one run on four hits for a no decision. The Cubs have a little bit of experience against flex and not much looking at it right here. Hosmer had five at bats hit 400 against him and uh, Mancini six at bats, three thirty-three. Swanson and four at bats 500. So small sample size, but, but really kind of looking, uh, you know, try to, at least they have something against them as opposed to Seattle who hasn't seen uh, Hayden at all. Yep, absolutely. And then we've got the, uh, the final on Wednesday, right? Final on Wednesday, and Marcus Stroman takes the ball. We talked earlier about how great Marcus has done. 12 innings against the Brewers and Rangers and has given up zero runs. Seattle is countering with Logan Gilbert, a young righty who hasn't given up a ton of runs. He started two games so far, ironically, both of them against the Cleveland Guardians. First time he went six innings pitch and gave up a run on four hits, while the second time he went four innings and gave up three runs and six hits. So... You know, I'm just kind of looking at this here. When we look at Seattle versus Strowman, the only one that has a lot of at-bats versus Stroh is uh, what Tommy LaStella has, 12 at-bats and hits 250, which nothing that great. And then I don't know if who, who can do the best uh, Pat Hughes, Eugenio Suarez impersonation, but Eugenio Suarez is on the team, 13 at-bats, 231. But you know me, man. I get, I, get, I get paranoid about Cub killers, and Eugenio Suarez was always someone that gave the Cubs fits. Yep, absolutely he has. All right, so uh, quick prediction on this one, Crowley. Um, two out of three, one out of three. What, what are you thinking? This one's a tough one. I, I think these. I think 
I believe this is going to be a competitive series. I'm going to stay positive and say that the Cubs are going to bounce back from a bad start. And I'm really, like I said, hoping to see the best defensive lineup that I could see out there. But I would say that I would go with the Cubs taking two of three would be what I would say. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I believe two out of three and a little uh, meatloaf for the uh, Cubbies as the uh, Mariners will exit town. All right, Crowley, who's hot, who's not? All right, looking at who's hot, who's not. Ian Happ, six for 15 with two doubles and five RBIs in the last seven days. Nico Horner, seven for 18, one double, five runs. I know he had a bad game on Sunday. Let's hope that he kind of picks it up. Uh, Dansby Swanson starting to kind of come down to earth. He was absolutely on a tear. He was He's two for 15 uh, with no extra base hits in the last week. So let's hope Dansby can kind of get hot. He's still playing good Ds, good on the bases. I'm not, I'm not going to worry yet. No, and and that's and and what you're saying is, and also the intangibles. But just when you look at him on defense, it's absolutely the the amount of plays, the amount of runs that he saves, the amount of pitches he saves the pitchers. It's just so so key, so vital. And so you know, you you just like to see him kind of get back to you know he was swinging the ball bat really well early on. Let's see him kind of get back there, right? All right, the Mariners. Who's the uh, hot and who's cold for them? Oh, you said Eugenio Suarez. I knew it. He, he he saw the Cubs on the schedule, started licking his lips, started heating up. He's nine for 22 with four RBIs in the last week. Ty Francis is uh, seven for 22 with three doubles and six runs. On the not side for them, though, Mr. Uh, Fantasy Football, I'm going to punch you. Colton Wong is <laughs> one for 14 with four Ks. So um, he's another guy that's given the Cubs pitching, you know, fits in the past, you know, uh, in the past, but that is the past. Let's hope that I I, I like the fact, you know, I'm a little nervous about tonight. Like I said, I'm going for the game. I've been to three Cubs games, two in Chicago, one with the Iowa Cubs. I'm three and oh, but, but, you know, putting it on the line here for uh, Drew Smiley. So I'm hoping he really comes through clutch for me. Well, I hope they uh, win for you, and I hope uh, they win for everybody else. So we've got uh, you and I both think they'll take two of three in this one. Crawley, enjoy the time out at Wrigley Field tonight. That's a wrap. Don't forget to listen, download, review, subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Follow the socials, Fly the W on Facebook, Fly the W670, Instagram. You can email us, flythew670gmail.com. And now you can watch us on YouTube by subscribing to the 670 The Score YouTube channel. Again, Crowley, enjoy the game tonight. Get us a W, and uh, we'll be back uh, midweek talking Cubs. Absolutely, and if you're listening to the game, listening to Pat and Ron on 670 The Score, and you hear someone say, Go Cubs! You know that's me. (laughs) Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazon's 
of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 